Do you really do you really want to make a podcast on this? Yes, we do. This is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the DC television series on HBO Max, Peacemaker. Eight episodes. John Cena starring. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us as we delve deep into this DC spinoff. We're going to spoil the heck out of it as much as we can. We didn't rewatch each of these episodes like we do with some of our normal Marvel TV shows. But we are going to talk about a lot of different things here. Things we like, things we didn't like, Easter eggs, all that sort of fun stuff. So if you want to join in on the conversation, go to Facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Bennett Brothers Pod or send us the email, Bennett Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to go check out Patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast for those mini casts, little short podcasts that we do just for patron members. Become a patron. It's the donation of a dollar it just helps us out here we love when you do it we love making those for you when we do so go over there and do that we really would appreciate it so much also give us a five-star review or seven-star review whatever your star system is on where you're listening to this podcast it helps us get more listeners and it helps us reach more people it helps us get more opinions and it helps us do a better show I mean, I don't know how we can do a better show than the show we already do, but it could be better probably, I'm assuming. We don't know. We need to find out. We appreciate you guys listening and joining us. But we're going to talk about Peacemaker now, the spinoff of The Suicide Squad. What is it? You just got to put the in front of things and that makes it a, a, a different movie, right? Are we talking Batman, to me? And... The Batman. I'm sorry. This Suicide is... Squad. The Suicide Squad. Bennett Brothers Podcast. The Bennett Brothers Podcast. The Bennett Brothers Podcast. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. We don't really have much news to talk about. We talked about it in our last podcast. and If you haven't listened to it, it's The Batman. The Batman. Yes. So we're going to just And we go... talked about the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer the teaser Obi-Wan. in there. <laughs> we're going to talk... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to dive right into this Peacemaker. Uh, Jerry and I did not watch this together. Uh, it's been a little while since it's been out, but we're finally putting together the podcast because we wanted to sit with it for a while. Actually, it's because we just haven't, didn't have time. We've been, We've been busy. very busy, which is great news for us, bad news for you. But we're <laughs> going to talk about it anyways. We're going to start with Jerry this time. Jerry, what's your thoughts? I loved this show. It was solid. It was consistent with the world, consistent with James Gunn as a filmmaker. Sometimes he gets a little gross. Uh, Marvel had the tendency in the two Marvel films he did to rein that in a little bit and be a little more user-friendly or or, or family-friendly or whatever you want to say. And obviously some of his previous films can show more of his trauma roots, his, his gross film roots, which is something he likes to do. And we saw that completely shown in The Suicide Squad where you're like, watch this movie, there's all the comedy and then there's the points where you go, oh my goodness, you know, and is it funny? Is it gross? Is it right? Is it wrong? And I feel that there is definitely some of that in here. You can say it's more adult or you can say it's less adult in that respect. I was not, I'm nothing's ever like shocking, but some of the stuff I'm like, I don't know if I need that. But in general, I was really impressed with this. I think he directed at least four of the episodes. I know he did like the first two and I know he did the finale he might have done more than that, and he wrote them all, so it felt like his world. They are doing a season two, which I'm excited about, and I, for the most part, was, you know, yeah, I, this was a great show. I loved it. Shockingly so, uh, not because of the talent behind it, but because of the character. I wasn't sh- know how I was going to appreciate this. My history with the character was I'd read him in the Suicide Comics Suicide Squad comics and some miniseries he had in the late 80s, early 90s. And that was about it. So I had knowledge of the character, a little bit of reading, but no necessary love for it. What did you think of the show? Oh, the show was awesome. An awesome show with an even more awesome opening credits. Was the show better than the Marvel shows or on the same par? 
on the same par. It's what I wish DC would do a lot more of. Do you wish the Marvel shows had opening credits as good as this show? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it, this may be the greatest opening credits yes. of all time. Be, I mean, no no joke. Never fast forward. Oh, my God. Them. I played the song all the time. Now. I played yes. it last night. I and, and people loved it. You did I, after yeah. I left. After you left. Yeah, yeah. people loved it. Bob, yeah, I love this. Okay. Yeah, no, it was, uh, that choice. opening credits is fantastic. It's very funny. Uh, our cousin Ryan, who is an avid listener of this podcast. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Uh, Ryan didn't get it. He wouldn't want to really get into it or watch it because he had a problem. He doesn't like John Cena. And I was like, you're crazy. John Cena's fantastic. John Cena throws himself in every part. If you don't like John Cena, you don't like The Rock. They're the same type of actor. They play themselves and they do a great job playing themselves. And that's fine if you you don't like either of them. But this, he was outstanding in this. Very funny. Uh, His interactions with Eagly are amazing. Eagly is fantastic. I, I, I love this show a lot and I want more of it and I hope we keep I ho- I like that it stayed within the DC FU as Jerry calls it yes so uh, the other things uh, we like about this show or other things that are interesting the fact that the actor who played Vigilante who is probably who is amazing in this show I think he's fantastic it's a different act- like they ended up they filmed three the quarters of the movie three, the show three, with him three quarters and then they went the, the word is uh, James Gunn said that the, the actor was kind of wanting to go in a different direction, and they couldn't agree, so they said, we're going to part ways, and instead they recast, and this actor played him. They reshot all of his scenes. All Whatever. the scenes? No, no. If the, yeah. if the character was a stuntman in the scenes, what's the point? We could just record his voice. Mm-hmm. But maybe he looks dra- maybe he was radically different in size. We don't yeah. know. Was, Although, yeah. would you have made the suit differently? Yeah, of course yeah. not. Yeah. Can you fit the suit? Yeah, I could imagine re- refilming all this. But yeah, they just put his was, head on the scene. I thought it was interesting. I told Jerry that, and Jerry's like, What? I had no idea. And I'm like, They've refilmed so yeah. much of this show because of it. James Gunn actually wrote this during COVID because he had some downtime and he wrote this to be just kind of funny. The fact that they're making a, a second season, I think it was, is he's probably laughing about that, going, I just wrote this for fun. Like, based on a character in a movie that, for all intents and purposes, failed at the box office. All the reasons of the world we lived in when it came out with COVID aside, this director had made movies for in this genre and made 600 million and 800 plus million and he's coming in and doing the DC and it was 200 million if yeah. that worldwide well, it came, all the also, factors it came about. out on HBO yeah that, that's well. exactly that's that, a... that was a huge part of it but again and that's not determining the factor of what success or not but you know clearly this show has been successful enough to keep going so rock on this was great this takes place Five months after the post-credit scene from the Suicide Squad, where we find out Peacemaker is in fact alive, and I mentioned that in regards to the show, surprisingly touched on the movie a lot more than mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, including his reaction to killing Rick Flag, which I remember being totally upset about that in the movie. He's like, "Don't kill Rick Flag," even though the comics have done that several times. I was like, "Don't kill him," and I thought it was kind of uh, sad that they did that. And you know what? There was ramifications and uh, consequences from that well, the whole in the pl- show. He, they wanted to turn him from being this bad guy who killed Rick Flag and turn him into a good guy or, you know, gray good guy. They grayish good guy. And I think they accomplished that because you kind of follow his story like, "Oh, he he had a terrible childhood with a terrible father who and he ends up killing his own brother like he had all these things going against him and he kind yeah, of was works brutal. his way uh, his dad was fantastic and then like seeing the terminator and yes, that was, was awesome his dance in the beginning robert patrick his, his dance fantastic. in the beginning his his hair was so tall he had the tallest <laughs> hair i've ever seen on anyone such <laughs> an interesting amazing. character with his the, the father you just think he's a racist and then you're like 
what's going on with that interdimensional closet? He's very intelligent. And then all of a yeah. sudden he's like he's in prison he's and he's got villain. he's got yeah and it's like this is not where you set this up at mm-hmm. the beginning. And I I like that. So you get you get this it's a season long arc of where Peacemaker comes to the end. I, I I like that they do that. They do an arc with a bunch of other people. I think um, Hardcore has everyone has an arc in there, uh, and I thought everyone was fantastic, even Diebeard, which is hysterical that he kept calling her. her whole, his whole sequence out. and his emotional arc at the end, where he gives that speech, where he's supposedly mm-hmm. acting like he's one of the butterflies, and turns oh, powerful. Hardcore is great. The characters who die, Murd and and uh, some of the other ones was was heartbreakingly shocking, you know, and, and, and the butterflies, the, the grayness of these creatures who are doing this, but doing it for noble purposes, but then they have to stop them because of reasons and everything. They're doing, they're forcing their noble purposes on because they the can human see race. what they, but they also, there's a point where you go like, yeah, the humans are on a, in, at least in this interpretation are on a path that's going to lead to destruction. So, you know, maybe they're right, you know, sounds familiar. I feel like we've had this conversation about, about alien species coming in and telling people what to do to, in order for their own good, and then people fighting back. Didn't we have this conversation about another TV show at some point? Probably. It could have. I think it might have been a Marvel TV show at some point, like an Agents of Shield. Maybe. <laughs> if you know what it is, please inform We've us. We had this and let conversation. I'm having some massive deja vu from this. <laughs> I enjoyed the just. The growth of the character, I love the music. I thought the action was was top notch. It's very funny. It's crude, but it's very funny through the whole thing. The the use of music, I, I mean, some of the songs I really like. Some of the songs are like, eh, you know. The same with the Suicide Squad. I happen to be extremely in love with the music from both Guardians films because that was just hitting me in a personal spot where I was like, oh, this yacht Ooh, rock one hit wonder stuff spot, is Jerry. great. And and some of the other ones in the Suicide Squad and this, some of them are definitely doing that. And other ones I'm just like, that's okay. But I, th- that also I do feel that they're appropriate to the stories telling. A, a John Cena does shockingly well. His, his I don't know why shocking. He's fantastic in all the stuff I've seen him in. Yeah. He's, he's, You're right. He's very funny. Like He's a very funny individual. And not only that, John Cena is like an A plus human being. He has the record for granting the most uh, Make a Wish to children in the history of Make a Wish Foundation. He always goes and sees kids who do the Make a Wish. He, he is set the, the record. Best. He is the best at speaking Mandarin when he's apologizing to the Chinese well, communist well, they, government. I, for, what's that, so that's, what's that all about? Who knows? <laughs> he's just an, he's just an actor. Like, uh, but he's an A plus human being. A plus. Okay, I agree. Uh, I, I like I like the cast and crew like we talked about. Oh man, I hope he doesn't do anything bad. That's gonna come back to bite me. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, John Economist was great. He was in the movie, and so was uh, Hardcourt was in the movie. Played Hardcourt by was awesome. Yes, in this. Mern was new, and so was Adebayo, and she was great. And uh, yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah, you know, the, the character of Vigilante is really interesting because. It's been played by more than one character in the comics because the main one, which was Adrian Chase, I believe, it gets killed at some point, and then somebody else takes him. But you know, just oh, like the the drama yeah. of this mo- the show, yes. wow! And obviously, the character has been seen in the Arrowverse TV series, playing a villain. Really? Yeah, okay. the whole season worth. All right. Yeah, which is fine. This <laughs> one was played. This one was played obviously much more for 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 jokes and laughs, but was great. Uh, the I love so, that, by the way, you mentioned Ed Bio. When she's going through her phone and she has the the vagina pic from her her uh, girlfriend, the slides, her yeah. wife, uh, that, that was hysterical. <laughs> I laughed so hard with that scene. It's childish and it's funny. Yeah. 
scene that stood out for me was when the butterflies are coming into the police station they're playing that song Monster mm-hmm. while they're flying in slow motion of course it's one of those things where everybody's flying around and I'm screaming at the TV cover your mouth this was Indy, way cover your heart you know way yeah. better way better than at least they tried to take the things out unlike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Where their hands their, their hands are wiggling at the side because like, they don't know what it's going like if the something's CGI. going towards my mouth and it's already in my mouth that's the first place my hands go and my mouth gets is shut with my strong jaws to bite them in half <laughs> that is true yes Must have, but i'm okay and, and these things can't be that strong because you're able to squish them yeah so why don't you just bite them in half well uh, you just destroyed this that's like once you realize when every time you see any movie we, or tv I'll show back to where the, somebody mm-hmm. has had their mouth duct taped and then they like can't take and speak until somebody rips it off and they go ah it's like you know what just for laughs find the strongest duct tape you have in your house put some on your mouth and then just open your jaw and you realize Oh, duct tape doesn't work at all. You have to wrap the duct tape around the head. I don't know why Joel, I know this. But Joel, even if you no, wrap it around your head. Numerous times. Yeah, but still, at some point you're going, and you will open your jaw. And you'll, you, here's the worst thing. It'll sound like this, but I can still talk okay. and scream. You know? We're going to do a test later on. Just to, yes, just to I don't, this. I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to it. Well, we, 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 uh, I'll give you a way we got out of this in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. When they go in the mouth, they are able to release a toxin that allows their hands and their jaws not to move. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they did that on their show, too. How many cops died in this? Innocent, law-abiding cops died in this, Jerry. I can't stand for this. Did you like when the one guy, the actor who played the corrupt cop, because they brought him in at the end of this, is the actor that you love mm-hmm. in everything. Oh, he's from, fantastic. You love him in the uh, Twilight movies. You he, loved well, him in it, yeah, Hell on he's Wheels. Just, he's just everything. Christopher Heyerdahl. Heyerdahl. I believe that's how you say his name. No, I originally loved him in Sanctuary. He played the Invisible Man. He was fantastic in that. But he's in everything. He yes. did Swede in uh, Hell on Wheels, Jerry's favorite television show. <laughs> no, no, no. I, thought, <laughs> I finished it because I was committed to it. To. Uh, uh, no, he's awesome. I didn't even recognize him, though. We talked about this. He's in the, in opening, the opening credits. credits. Like, didn't even oh, that's right. That's him. Because he's the third in the background mm-hmm. scene. Uh, I thought underutilized uh, was the judo master. Interesting character that was like Based on a comic just, book, but just not there. Like that, yeah, like he was helping them because he believed in the he believed butterflies. In the, he believed that they they had the right. And they cause. kept him. I like that they keep him alive and he keeps getting away. That's very funny. But what an odd character! What an odd character! I they'll probably do more with him in the second season. Anybody who didn't die has a chance to come back. And obviously, even if you die, like Robert Patterson, the father. He'll be back because well, he's, he's going to be this, this... Which is in the comics. That's a very important thing. He always sees his father in the comics or hears him. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's something I did not know. Uh, we'll also maybe get Jamil back. He was the janitor who was also on that awesome TV show that got canceled way too early. Outsourced. Outsourced. Yeah. <laughs> he's fantastic. Well, he was on... Well, I can't believe you're not talking the fact that he was a secondary character for a huge chunk of episodes of Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He that, was the real estate yeah, agent. Yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, the neighbor, who's an older gentleman... Uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I, I'll look up here in a second. Interesting. I saw the behind the sequence, behind the scenes of the making of the opening credits. If you actually watch, he's sitting like yeah. he's not doing that dance. That's not him doing that dance. He's actually sitting through most of that. You can actually see them in the background. Yeah. He's just sitting in a chair doing the. Hand I wondered motions. about that. Yeah, this world is great, and it did. Yeah, okay, well, let's talk about the big, big uh, cameo at the end. Oh, I was, I was gonna, I was waiting for that one. Okay, well, let's else. talk about it right now. Uh, just because. But before I forget, before I forget the, the helmets, the different helmets, all oh, of the helmets were great. Fantastic. The fact that there was the human bullet one, I'm like, oh, she's going to be going right through that cow at the it's, end. It's I knew that. fantastic. But the first time you see it, when he goes, activate sonic boom, and it goes, wham, and it kills that sweater. I was like, I'm like, oh, they didn't, because they didn't do any of that in the movie. No. 
And I was like, the helmets, and then there's multiple helmets. I was like, ah, I, again, I don't know how accurate that is from the comics, because, again, I haven't read Peacemaker in 30 years, because he doesn't get played a lot. He's one of the Charlton characters that got bought by DC okay. and was supposed to be in the Watchmen original storyline. And he's, in fact, he's, the, com- he's, he's, the, com- he's the comedian in the comic. He's the one who gets in the comedian's character. That's his role. I didn't the, know that The fighter. Cool. And like, yes. If you look at all the characters, like... Um, uh, Rorschach is actually the question, okay. you know, and and they they all break down. Blue Beetle, Who's polka dot man. <laughs> no, Blue Beetle is Nighthawk and everything. Yeah, but he's the he's actually the the comedian. So that if you ever think about that, he's I that character. Th- I did that's not the, know that. Yeah. That's a thank you for that. Uh, but I, I, the helmets detail. I thought were great, and the effect was great, and I was just enjoying all those. The one where the, where the eagle takes it off, and like he's making it, yeah, and then he, he just drops, drops it someplace else. It's man, Eagly was so funny, and oh my god, he's hugging me. <laughs> Dad, take a picture. <laughs> I love that him and Vigilante too are like like really good friends, even though he hates Vigilante at the same time. Vigilante's He's a <laughs> complex character. It's interesting that you deal with this character who, again, in Suicide Squad, is is a terrible, misogynistic, sexist, racist. All of these things you could throw in there at certain degrees, and it's like, how do you take this character and try to make a show around him? And still have who he is being genuine, but watching this growth, which again, he's lived his whole life this way. And then they, they I think they did a pretty good job. Well, I mean, this of goes back that. to the Suicide Squad when they walk through and they kill all those villi- oh, villagers. Terrible. Funny and scene. Then, and but... then it turns out, like, oh, those were the bad guys. Those are, like, what did you, you just murdered everyone. Yeah, how could you? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's not a great character, but he's, I don't want to say ignorant or naive, he's dumb. Well, the whole line. Because he was raised I don't, I, I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill. To maintain to, peace, to, maintain, to yeah. keep to, to make to keep peace. So when we're talking about the cameo, we're talking about um, the very end, yes, which would ta- be Justice uh, Abadayo, um What's her name? Here she calls her mom to get in. <laughs> your mom, who's obviously That's the played, cameo, right? Yes, yeah, she's Amanda in the first. Waller. She's the Amanda first. Waller. She's in the first episode, of the last episode. Clearly filmed during COVID times, so she's filming this from her house. That's great. Which is fine. It's great that they brought her in, though. So thank you. She called in the Justice League. Now going into this sequence. I knew that the end. They didn't. I knew that the ending had a cameo of something. I knew that. I did not know is what it, it was. Gonna, is it going to be Superman with with no head? Like I didn't know what it was. I knew there was something coming in there. I, I thought, oh, they'll have somebody. I didn't know who. Honestly, I didn't know who. But I like, okay, something's going to happen. I can't judge. Is it going to be Aquaman? Is it going to be Batman? I don't know. I have no idea. And I knew that the eighth episode that they did not release, they released the first seven for people who do reviews, and they never let anybody see the eighth one. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be something. So when it showed up at the end, and you see the four Justice League members, which, by the way, they also had Batman there because the stuntman who played Batman, he's got pictures of him in the suit. And he's like, yeah, I got scrubbed, but at least I can show you this. Just like the same guy who played the Superman in this that act that stuntman that model or whatever it is took a which, picture which he looks it. just like henry cavill so uh and also the one who played wonder woman did it yep, she, did, she it too. did it too but nobody knows if they shot anything for cyborg i wonder or if it not. was like they didn't bring batman because how did batman get there like that you can explain how everyone else whatever or could have been the fact that they know hey we're releasing Maybe. the batman movie yeah. coming out and we're not you know there's a lot of stupid reasons sure. so they didn't have it but the four they did have i'm watching it going oh look at that that's clearly kind of cool and then so we find out that that's really Jason Momoa and Ezra Punch a wife, a oh, Punch woman, a Miller. <laughs> so they got them there because obviously they're both filming their movies as we speak or during the time of this. So they were able to get it. I don't even think those two were in the same scene together. And in fact, the Ezra Miller 
uh, James Gunn asked Marvel if they could use Marvel Studios down in Atlanta to film the scene, and they filmed. Marvel's like, yeah, that's okay because you know you're part of the family. So they actually owe Marvel a thank you that they Marvel Studios said, yeah, you can use our our area to shoot this and everything. Interesting. But, so they got them to be in there. I don't even think they were together. I think they composited the uh, two of them together. Fine. That happens but all the time. It was fine. I, I don't. There's a weird part. Like obviously, this movie is this, this TV series is loaded with a bunch of crude jokes that are played at the expense of the main characters there's a terrible green arrow uh sodomy humor line you know and there's obviously there's there's also crude humor towards aquaman having you know sleeping with fishes yeah. you know it, it, it's very childish and humorous and it's funny and that works in certain things but if you're in that world and you want us as an audience to feel for these characters to believe these characters and, and go this way it's a tricky thing to do that and then having those actual characters having to acknowledge those things where Aquaman says, you know, F you Barry and and you know, and acknowledging it. I've heard that rumor too. It's kind of like I get it, but this is not like a, a one off over here. This is still part of this co it's it's interesting. And mm -hmm. here's the funny thing. They make all these jokes and Warner the Warner Brothers executives, whatever ones there are that are still there until they get fired or move on, they had no problem with it. But somebody in the marketing says, uh, you know these Batman ones? That's really our cash cow. Can you pull back and you not make these Batman jokes? And I don't know if they pulled back or if James Gunn still did it, but they actually, he got pushback on that. Like, hey, listen, you can make fun of Aquaman, you know, having sex with, with a fish, but Batman, can we not do that? Because that's, and I don't know, yeah, that's so interesting. interesting. Yeah. I enjoy But I like the cameo. Oh, the cameo is fantastic, because the cameo does what I've talked about numerous times, and Jerry gets really mad at me. You can't think about that. There are, this world-ending event is happening. Why do why don't the like on Agents of Shield or why don't these why don't these other Avengers show up or something like that? They finally did that in this movie. They're gonna sh you showed up too late. Like oh that's awesome. Well done. Well done. Maybe that's happening in the Marvel movies that they show up and they're just too late. You know I, that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know and because that in the comics they're always doing something else. Like that's why Superman can't be everywhere. He's because he's already something. doing something else. Yeah, he's exactly. And I'm, I'm okay with that. That, but I love that they played off on that joke because that is something that you know you you it ha when it's a world-ending event like yeah Superman should be there unless there's five world-ending events going on at the same time right and so they brought that up and it it was perfect I thought that was absolute that was the perfect way to do the cameo that being said I'm hoping that we get some of the you know Peacemaker comes in one maybe in the Flash movie or something or you know make this not just a TV show character but make him uh, bring him back into the movies well I did hear that because they just delayed. The Flash right. movie, another six months, pushing it to another year, a year from now at the earliest. Uh, there's talk that Henry Cavill is actually filming some stuff to be inserted in there. Uh, yeah, we'll I, see if that's I read. True or not. I read that they're pushing it back because they wanted to make it fit more with the Snyderverse. That would be okay with me. It's the Justice League Snyderverse. The Justice League Snyder version is the superior version, and if they want to keep in that world, that's great. Please do that, and then let's never talk about Wonder Woman eighty four. Right. So, uh, anything else that pops out at you? Obviously, we're 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 really skimming in this because there's eight episodes, and and you can look up the Easter eggs online. I mean, there's so much. There's so many like little small Easter eggs. Yeah, these but... are the parts that that landed with me. I was I was nervous. I, here's the thing: because they killed Murnoff, and the other dead, like all the cops got killed and everything. I was like, oh, you know, the Economist could die at the end here. We uh, busted his leg. It was brutal. I'm like, could, vigilante could die here. Obviously, they killed off his cut father. Off his toe. They didn't so, even cut it off all yeah, the way. Yeah. 
they, you know, they 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 could have killed off Adam. I didn't think she was going to get killed because her mom, being Amanda Waller, mm-hmm. would have more ramifications. But a hard, uh, hardcore. hardcore could have been killed off too. So there was a sense of danger, sense of uh, oh my gosh, any of these characters are expendable, and so yeah. that helped to it. And this, uh, you know, this being a spinoff of the movie. I mean, this is what we kind of wanted. This is kind of like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it was a spinoff of the movies. You get a couple cameos from Nick Fury and, and whatnot in there, and this does that. But this is keeping within those worlds, and I love that. I love that. Make the, like, it's, a, it's an extension of the movie. So this is like the Disney Plus shows. That's what this feels like, and it feels like it's doing a really good job of you know, well, living Well, Disney's giving them a, a good example of this is what works. So Keep right now, it, they, got, they got another season of this. You've got the Penguin series coming in. you got Gotham well, again, Central but the, but those, series coming in. Those are, those are separate. I'm talking about the DCFU, as you call it, I say the, it's DCFU. I it is, it. yeah, yeah. But like people, uh, I'm down on it. Like, no, I'm excited for the second Aquaman, Aquaman movie to come out. I'm excited you for the Flash movie. Now. I'm excited for Shazam when it comes out. I'm excited for Black Adam. There are some good movies. Yeah, Wonder Woman '84 is a bad, bad movie. The Suicide, the first Suicide Squad, is not a good movie. I mean, it's it's okay. I know you have you like that movie. Do you want to see the other cut? The the errors cut. Yeah, oh, I mean, absolutely. I would love to. I would see love that. to because and the Snyder the Snyderverse makes the Justice League was, makes the Justice good. League way better, way better. So like they have the they have the potential there. I like I said, I like Aquaman. I like Shazam. I like the first Wonder Woman. I you know, I I like Man of Steel. What's that? I fell asleep in Aquaman. <laughs> well, yeah, that's weird. I, you've only, you haven't watched it, it again, was, have you? I have it on Blu-ray, and I think I, I watched parts of it. That beautiful. That's a beautiful. It's movie. good. It's just not. Great. There's a, there's really there's a lot of style over substance in that movie, a little bit, but that's okay. That's fine. Well, I, I, we, you can listen to our podcast on that. We did a whole podcast on that movie. When uh, when Chase movie. Meridian shows up with uh, Boba Fett and there's that fight sequence, it, it kind of seems a little glossy and doesn't seem real. Shows up, oh, Chase Meridian from yes. Batman Forever mm-hmm. when she shows up and talks to Boba Fett. Yeah, there, okay. like child today. I'm going, you know what I'm doing. I know where you go with it. <laughs> <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to more whenever that happens. This one is is up there with all the other ones. There, I will like talk about rewatching things again. It's like I can re- rewatch it, or I can watch the 90 other shows that you and I are it's trying exactly. to keep track of and go like, okay. You know, we got to watch Walking Dead tonight. We're still half an half episode, half an episode from before we haven't watched. So many television shows. I don't Joel, even want to talk about. I have an about Attack it. on Titan episode that I haven't watched. No, yet I got to wait till those come up with dubs because I'd rather oh. watch them dubbed. Did you watch the the boys as an animated series out? Is it out now? Oh yeah, they're only fourteen minutes and like eight episodes. I watched the first two. The first one is done like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It was pretty good, but it's different, goofy. The the second episode is done by uh, Justin Roiler from uh, Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites. Okay. So it feels it, it, it's it's if got it's, that wacky. Those animated the two different is, styles. Is it's only better, fourteen minutes. If it's better minutes. than Star Wars Visions, because Boo earns on that. That was <laughs> crap. Yeah, the um, boys uh, teaser for season three just came out. Did you see it? I, should, yeah, I Did didn't watch it? it yet. No. It's graphic. Should I should I watch the boys or? Or is that show gonna go by the wayside because of Homelander? Uh, he's already they've already let that go by. He's already paid a fine, he's moved on. Okay. Yes, all right. So that was the Peacemaker. Again, we did that one. Peacemaker? We have, Peacemaker. Yeah, don't mess with me. Stop <laughs> it, make me forget. Now we're obviously haven't done stuff like the boys. We could do the boys for a Patreon. No, I don't want to do the boys. There's too many other things because we're not going to be able to watch it at the same time. That's not like that's no, I meant a show we can I... talk about the shows and whatever. No, but this yeah. was tied in because of the DC because we have committed to the DC stuff like the Batman and whatever else comes out this year from Black the Adam. DC FU. 
uh, Black Adam and Aquaman 2. What about the DC, uh, uh, the film, the the, the the animal ones? Didn't you have that trailer? The, the I, cartoon? I care less about that. Yeah, it looks I good. could really care less about that. I know. I'll wait till that comes to HBO when we don't have anything else on television. It's going to be a lot of nothing to see. Got to watch uh, Turning Red or whatever. That's a new Pixar movie that's out. Yeah, I got to watch that. I mean, I, I'm still caught up with all of the DC animated movies. Including the uh, the the Robin one. I got about, a, I got about I, five. I rented it on blue um, Blu-ray from the library, so you can actually go through and choose your own adventure, like what you save Robin, let Robin die. Like you can go through it, and I watched all the permutations of that too. But you don't get that on HBO Max. Hmm, interesting. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. Do I don't you? think so. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, guys. I hope you appreciate this. Let us know what you think, and let us know what you thought of the show and everything. And until then, and as always, I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time. Your door, the invisible bone.